0: G'day, punters, and welcome to Winning Post's preview podcast for the weekend of Saturday, June 20. I'm John Barker. Joining me, as usual, Joel Marshall and Daniel Nuttall. Well, uh, a little bit light on for uh, black type racing around the country this weekend, but uh, there's plenty of fascinating stuff. And uh, one of the more fascinating meetings, which has got a black type race this week, is at Flemington. Joel, I guess the question is,
1: what is the track going to be like? Yeah, well, we've had a reasonably decent week. I, what, I don't think the forecast is for any major rain. Some on Saturday. That's the key. I don't think we're well, on think Friday I'm and Saturday. So,
0: I, you'd, you'd, I mean, well, Daniel, I know you've tipped for a soft five and that's sort of what I'm looking at. Might even start out a good four. But uh, the question is all, all about how much rain Melbourne is going to get on Saturday.
2: Yeah, well, that's right. Um, you would think it, you know, based on the weather forecast, or so, um, on Saturday morning, it could, or depending on when the rain's going to come, I guess. But um, and that, that was sort of a, the hard thing about it—what just predicting how much rain's going to fall during the day. We know it drains pretty well, but hasn't been a lot of sun out. Although as I speak, there's the, the sun shining. Um, but yeah, on a soft five. I'd, I'd, you know, I I reckon I start in a soft five six, and just depending on that rain, or just depend on how. Um, how wet the track gets throughout the day.
0: All right. Well, I mentioned that there is a black type race there, that being the Creswick Stakes race seven. And last week, I alluded to the fact that we haven't had a front page winner for a while. Uh, you had the responsibility there, Daniel. You failed with uh, another dollar. <laughs> this week, we're going in the Creswick well, Stakes. badly. <laughs> we're going in the Creswick Stakes <laughs> at Flemington. It's race seven, 1200 metres. Listed event for three-year-olds. Set weights and penalties. And, well, King of Hastings really is pitched in under those conditions with a racing rating of 91, which is nine points higher than Hawker Hurricane, who uh, has the same weight and also very favourably rated against the rest of the field. We've got King of Hastings on the front. He's Tony Kneebone's best for the day. He would have been my best for the day, but I don't like to double up with Tony. <laughs> uh, Daniel, he is your best for the day. Joel, of course you've found one to beat him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have, and I, I don't think uh, you know, we won't leave you out to dry for missing that winner last week, Daniel. We certainly won't be the last person to miss a Chris Waller winner when he's got six or seven in the race.
2: Very hard races to uh to pick. But yes. Randy last, Randy last, so oh, another dollar, so <laughs> Yes, <laughs> so my hands aren't. My hands aren't really clean, but yeah, you're right. You know, it's, it won't be the first, it won't be the last.
1: No, they're difficult races to uh, to sort out. But uh, look, yeah, Flemington, Saturday. he does look hard to beat. King of Hastings in the Creswick Stakes he obviously beat the older horses in the Gold Topaz last start. I don't think there'll be. Uh, I don't. I think he's got most of them covered. There's probably a couple of X factors, and I've gone with one of them, in number eight, Run to Perfection, former New Zealand trained galloper who. Showed a fair bit of promise over there. He made his Australian debut back on Anzac Day at Flemington. He had 61 kilos over 1,400. He pulled up with the thumps. He sort of settled back half of the field. He was only beaten a couple of lengths. They freshened him up. I think 1,200 more his go anyway. And Damian Oliver sticks. So I'm happy to play him each way. I, I don't think we saw the best of him at his local debut. To beat one King of Hastings, score on the board, goes well down the straight, ticks most boxes. I think the other X-Factors, number 10, front page. Promising three-year-old brother to News Girl. Obviously, uh, has performed so well for the same stable. His two wins this time in have been excellent. This is clearly a step up in grade. But I think he's up to it. And I'll include five, Broadway and fourth. She was rock solid in the market last week. I thought for sure she would ease out in betting, being a back marker on that track at the Valley last week. But uh, everyone just wanted to be with her anyway. And as it turned out, she was... Just never going to win from back there, but she went pretty well. She's clearly back in in decent form, and she's certainly
2: some sort of a hope. But I'm eight from one, ten and five. Dan, yeah, as you alluded to, King Hastings, my best of the day. Admittedly, I don't love making um, best bets in these in these straight races at Flemington, but he just ticks so many boxes. Uh, we all knew he was pretty good um, before this preparation. Of course, he's he's run well enough. Magic Millions three year old race at the Gold Coast here on the years. Come back in terrific order against the older horses, um, very close to Prezado, who we know is flying down the Flemington Strait at the moment, and then uh, a pretty good gold topaz field at Swanel um, and put them away with ease there. Um, he yeah, has uh, 60 kilos, as we touched on, but the ratings points eight, nine in front of Hawker Hurricane, and then a further nine, f- further eight in front of Elberk. Um yeah, just does a lot of things right and of importantly has that straight track win on the board so can handle can handle it. So one on top, the 10 in next front page, Austral a, a referenced, Um only a country one a Benchmark 64 last start, but he did it with ease. He could have won by much more and it was a day that the leaders, uh, the day that he led and it was the day the swoopers sort of came to the fore throughout the day. So plenty of talent, but this is his toughest test to date. Broadway in fourth, Philly. Really I've always had plenty of time for. She gets a long way back in her races um, and got too far back last week at Mooney Valley, but ran on pretty well. Her two wins, one at Caulfield, two back, and the one at Mooney Valley in the in a group three, were uh, really classy. She's got the ability to um, sort of run over the top of these and 12, that girl into um, a wider exotic. So, yeah, one on top of 10, 5, and 12. Well, uh, it sounds like
0: we're, oh, you guys are. In a fair bit of agreement with uh, the minor placings there, I I guess in fact uh, you're three, you're four, but I've uh, apart from King of Hastings, I've uh, gone for seven. I am eloquent three Al Burke and four High Stranger one seven three four. I'm feeling a bit uh, I'm feeling like we are going to break that drought with King of Hastings. I thought the obvious the obvious one in Melbourne last week, as I said, Miss Catherine was just sure to get knocked off and did, uh, but I'm yeah. a lot more confident about King of Hastings, but uh, as I say, I didn't make King of Hastings my best though. I went for race four, number three. Cool. Uh, I thought it just seemed to be green as grass, first Melbourne start last time, uh, but ran on very well uh, from the back. We really, uh, um, he had no hope, I didn't think. But I think this time, with that uh, 2,000 metre run at Flemington under the belt, I thought Cool. Could get the money in my value bet in classic John Barker fashion. Is not much value. Race five, number sixteen. Pinyin Yin does need to get a run. Has been well found. In fact, is the most popular in the winning post tips panel and is only about four dollars sixty. But still, if you win at four dollars sixty, that is value. Talk us through your value bet. We've heard about your um, about your best, Daniel. Talk us through your value bet. In fact, both your value bets, both coming up against my best, I see, in race four. So, Daniel, we we'll up with you.
2: <laughs> yeah, look, listeners will probably know I have a pretty high opinion of translator, Nigel Blackiston, runner. Um, look, he been a bit frustrating before this preparation. He'd be running well without winning. He started this preparation with two wins, one over 1,600, then stepped up with 1,715 at Geelong. The form was franked out of that race. He then had a bit of a freshen up and... Dropped back to the mile last start at Caulfield, and he's he's run on pretty well. He clearly wants this longer trip. Now, right, you are won that race, but I think Translator, um, up in trip and a slight gear, uh, slight weight swing in his favour, I think can turn the tables, and they should be close from the market to mine. I think he's ten dollars Translator. Right, you are about four fifty. Um, so really keen to see him at the two thousand metres this time with the prep, and yeah, keen to back him each way. Race four, number six.
0: And Joel, you are. Uh, Value bet is race four, number 11,
1: knock, knock. Yeah, I'm uh, with the Paul Pruska camp on Saturday. He's got some nice horses, uh, nice chances, a couple I've put in the placings, and uh, he's got my best bet and value bet. So I'm firmly in his corner. My value bet, as you said, is knock, knock, race four, number 11. Just improving with each run this time in. Fresh run 1100 was excellent. Missed out on a heavy second up. Forgive that, but he's next to have been really good. Hit the line strongly at Donald, charged late and just missed. Uh, the winner ran pretty well at the Valley last week to go some way to franking the form. 2,000 on a big track. Ideal. He's already had some support at double figures. It's a bit of a race this, though. You can make strong winning claims for you know at least six or seven of them. So it's a pretty open race. But I like knock-knock each way. And I think the stable mate will be hard to beat in the last. Race nine, number eight, I am someone. He's possibly one run too too soon, but he went pretty well first up, this bloke. He's a good horse on his day. Speaking of the gold topaz, he finished second in it last year off a really good campaign. Just uh, things went amiss in the spring. Two runs, two lasts, hard tracks reportedly weren't, uh, weren't his friend. He was quickly tipped out, but he resumed with a really good run at Caulfield, got back, savaged the line for third behind Tavisan He's got good straight form. I think he's a really good play. You know, he, I've made him my best, but he's easily a, a value bet. And a couple of roughies worth considering maybe. Race two, number nine, Maui. Cherry Tortoni's open favourite and will be hard to beat. Maui lost his spot during the run there at Sale and should have finished a lot closer. And it's been a good form race already, that Sale race. So I think they're the two. And Rich Itch, race eight, number eight, I think's ready. He's had the three runs back, just uh, 1,200 a little bit short last time, maybe out in the gold topaz, and he probably peaked on his run. He's ready for 1,400.
0: Racing in Sydney on Saturday is at Royal Ranwick. No black type races, but there is a feature race, and that's race five, the Bentley Winter Dash. And, uh, Joel, well, you're kind of, uh, I guess, sharing the front-page responsibilities because uh, we've got uh, a smaller pick of your selection in this race, and that is number five, Invictus Prince.
1: Yes, our front page pick is trying to break a drought, as is this horse. He hasn't won since 15 and 1511 days. So that is a fair drought <laughs> for this bloke. He's uh, an imported son of Dan Silly. He's, I think, third or fourth start in Australia fortunately, unfortunately, he finished second to Winks in the Group 1 Wink Stakes, and that just sent his handicap rating through the roof. I think he went up 23 points, became very hard to place. had to run in, in strong company. He ran some pretty good races, had a long break before that first up run at Randwick over 1,100. He'd been trialling really well, really sharply, so I wasn't surprised to see him run well first up at 1,100. I guess the query is that, you know, he's 1,200 second up going to be too short, but he's kept him fresh. He was in last week. He's given him that extra week, has Matthew Smith. And, you know, while Southern Lad is probably the one to beat, um, he's ready to win. He's racing well. I just thought in Victor Sprint's, uh, you know, at 7 or $8, you need an each-way price. So that's what you're getting. So I've lent his way.
0: And, uh, you're uh, well, just tell us
1: about the rest. Tell, tell us about your other picks in that race. Yeah, well, Southern Ladd, as I mentioned, he's the... Uh, obvious three runs back three placings second to classic legend last start so very hard to beat uh handle the truth number three he's a well, length or so off his absolute best this prep but uh you know this race falls away and he comes through that same race classic legend prior to that fourth to dirty work that's good enough form and one viridine hugh bowman rides him he was aboard invictus prince first up so you know maybe he's Sided with Viridine. he was pretty good through that classic legend race, but uh, you know he's had a few convictions, so I wouldn't want to be stepping into him too heavily, but he's a chance.
0: But Daniel, you will be stepping into him. Viradine is your selection.
2: Yeah, not look, admittedly not a race I'm terribly keen to play into. With the one, as you said, um, went to Adelaide, contested some pretty decent group three races up there, uh, down there rather, and look, he, he ran okay with that, setting the world on fire. Um, it's come up Run that listed race behind Classic Legend third up at Randwick over the eleven hundred metres and um, made made pretty good ground from the tail there. Uh, look, he's a hard horse that can be a bit hard to catch, admittedly, um, but his best is certainly good enough. And yeah, the the jockey booking of Huey Bowman um, won't hurt. So one on top, six in for second, Southern Lad um, racing on without reward. Of course, beat home. Veradine in that in that June stakes last start got seven sandbar I think one at odds worth throwing into a sort of wider exotics and a four Signal Fox expecting him to improve he's a much better horse than what he's shown thus far this preparation but yeah not a race I'm too keen to play into admittedly one six seven and four Joel talk us through your specials at ranwick and we kick off early on the card
1: yeah race one number five Exhibition the value bet at around nine dollars. Um, unfortunately we've got a scratching so we're left with seven two-place divvies which is sometimes uh, fraught with danger but uh yeah look i really like his run on debut at newcastle this bloke he got back just a little bit one paced early in the straight but his last 100 meters was really nice that was fifth over 1200 meters he gets to 1500 looks suitable and uh, richard and michael friedman are running hot at the moment they are absolutely flying so uh, i think he's yeah, I would have loved to have been eight horses in the field. But uh, anyway, we'll still back him each way and hopefully he runs one, two and probably D-Day for my best bet here. I've been in his corner for a long time. The race seven, number three, Superium. He uh, has plenty of talent. He's had the two runs back from a spell, both on the heavy at 1,100 metres. They've both been pretty good. I just think 1,200 from a better draw. He can settle a bit closer. Quick backup, not lacking for fitness. A little bit worried about Hulk on 54 kilos, who's already been backed sort of sevens into fours and he's got a bit of upside about him, but he really needs to win this superior or, uh, yeah, I might be filing for divorce.
2: Daniel. <laughs> uh, my best comes up in race four, number one, Mount Popa, um, the – English or the European import. First up over four hundred meters at Flemington he's also He sort of got out to the two thousand twenty-four hundred meter range in um, in Europe and and performed well there. So I thought it was a bit of a question mark first up, but he, the money suggested that uh, we started five dollar fifty favorites. So he run well and he and he did run well. He hit the line strongly, recording um, some of the better last sectionals of the day. Sharply up to two thousand meters, you'd think will only help. Um, and I think it doesn't really, this isn't much of a great field. This one, there's a few uh, horses that are out of form and I think there's only probably two or three winning chances. So I thought the one Mount poper m- made him my best. The value comes up in the, uh, the race before, which is the consistent Philly long bottom uh, just drew wide and had to sort of settle a little further back than, she would have liked last start, but she's still at the line well. She rarely runs a bad race. She was sent up to Queensland for a bit of a confidence booster. start. She won at Ipswich, come, come back in her two runs at Randwick since have been um, pretty good. Handles all going, drawn well in barrier three as I touched on. And, um, you know, I struggle to see her not um, running a place at least. So worth an each-way bet for sure. Race three, number seven, Longbottom.
0: Bourbon is the venue for Brisbane Racing on Saturday. There is one black type race. It is race five, Mitabite the Phoenix, set weights for two-year-olds over the mile, 1,615 metres. Daniel, you have interviewed Sunshine Coast trainer Stuart Kendrick in this week's winning post, and he does have a strong hand here with uh, the, uh, I guess, the top-rated filly and the top-rated colt.
2: Yeah, that's right. Cosmic Gossip and Way Beyond, uh, Horses, you reference. Look, it's not a very – it's not a great list of races in terms of depth. There's, like, you know, a couple of these. who could be pretty good in, in time. Um, Shadow Hero won this race last year. I think Eric Eel ran fourth. It was a good form race last year. Um, and, yeah, look, I just – with the two, the Colt and the Philly, I think he's, he's got a terrific hand. I was going to have Cosmic Gossip on top. I do. Um, but speaking to me, he's pretty – he found it pretty hard to separate Stewie, Kendrick did. So um, I'm going to have those two on top. Cosmic Gossip both came out of J.J. Atkins' last start. Um, They both – they ran 12th and 15th. They only finished around five and a half, six lengths off the winner off fire, beat everything else by three and a half. So they're only crossing the line two lengths with some pretty handy um, two-year-olds, wisdom of water, et cetera. Um, Yeah, so uh, with Cosmic Gossip, just sort of – Got cut out late, raced tightly, and probably should have finished a little closer. Her win the start before, what a good Metro race, was um, was quite good, swamping her rivals from last. Um, so for that, I was going to have her on top. Way beyond, I think, so the horse is looking for the 1,600 metres, was sort of got back and was getting urged along before the turn in that Jay Jackins and finished off okay. The, this is obviously a much uh, much easier race. So I'm going to go with the Kendrick pair on top. Outburst in next. Bred's to be very good. Covered ground is still too strong at the end at Scone, second up. Um, you, you wouldn't be surprised if he came out and blew these away. That's just sort of untapped and, um, you know, it was only a Scone made in last start, but it was an impressive win and in for fourth over the 8C Marie. i uh, have got 7-1, 3-8. Joel, any thoughts on the Phoenix? I have to back number six, Toscanini. Uh, he's been
1: disappointing, this bloke. I was with him uh, earlier this year as a two-year-old, and he ran some cracking races. Fourth in the Blue Diamond Preview, fifth in the Talon Dirt, beaten less than two lengths by Ole Kirk. He's come back this time in and been rolled twice at Goulburn. They've both been 1,300 metres. He just hasn't really gotten warm. Certainly first up. Last time he did settle a little bit closer, and he, he tried hard for second, but he's just come back much more dour than he was earlier this year. Uh, he was entered for Sydney, but uh, late entry for this race, I believe, because it came up, well, pretty much a maiden anyway. So they've gone here, 1600 He's crying out for it. $9, you know, I have to have something on him, and uh, I might drop off if he, if he doesn't uh, run well on Saturday.
0: All right, Daniel, your specials come up uh, earlier in the
2: program, starting with race two, number three, Hold the Line. Yeah, I think the how wonderful life is a filly will be really hard to beat in race one, but she's come up about $1.45. So maybe chuck it in a in a multi with hold the line, who's a much more backable price about two dollar two dollar oh five. Um, look, she just had no luck last start. Finished eighth on the forms. Forms suggests she's eight. Finished eighth, but just went to the line untested. Finished three and a half lengths behind the winner, and um, yeah, just couldn't get out. Just running into backside the whole straight. Very good the start prior. She's a very consistent mare. Um, and I think in the smaller field, hopefully bad luck won't play a part. And if she gets the right run, she'll be too good for this. Uh, these lot, this lot, I would have thought. Race two, number three. Uh, the value comes up in the very next race. Ocean Addict, um, Toby and Trent Edmonds, just a stayer looking for a trip. And after
1: uh, an okay
2: run, eighteen hundred meters last start, she's ready for the twenty-two hundred meters she sees now. Um, and I just think she might be one to follow this time. And she showed plenty of promise last prep. Got a bit more dowel this this preparation, just 18 to 2,200 metres, a big tick, and um, I don't think there's think there's a race with a pretty long tail, this one. So race three, number nine, you're getting double figures about Oceanatics. Joel, any uh, further information on Doombin? No, that's it for me. Just uh, something on
1: Toscanini in the feature race, and uh, that'll see me out for Doombin. Just before we leave, Doombin,
0: uh, they're going to start running out of lyrics from your song, aren't they? Uh, you know, we've got how wonderful life is there, there's a horse called Hold the
2: Line a little, bit,
0: line, huh? little yeah. bit funny yeah but Hold the Line is a completely is a different song
2: Hold the Line
1: Love isn't <laughs> always
2: like, on time Well it's uh, I've been um, I've said this opinion's pretty I've been told this opinion is pretty controversial but I reckon it's a far better song than their probably most famous hit Africa Toto oh, um, like Far that. better Far better but um, I've Very controversial I've had some <laughs> I've had some opposition to it I just think it's way better but um, anyway, that's that's probably for another sort of podcast. That that this discussion.
0: Yeah, it is indeed. Now um, Morfordville is the venue, the main track there in Adelaide on Saturday, and uh, we're starting with you, Daniel, in race three with number seven, Born to Play.
2: Yeah, on potential. This filly, um, this this filly had quite a bit of a rap on her when she was. With the Waller stable, only had the two starts for Waller in Sydney, in New South Wales, and her trial form was very good. Just um, for whatever reason, couldn't sort of put it to um, use on on race day. I guess she's run okay in a couple of good Metro maidens. There Um, comes to Adelaide; she's been a soft trial at Gawler. wasn't asked to do a whole lot, and looked good there. And uh, this is far and away the easiest race. She's contested, so if she's as good as the raps are about her were, and as good as she, I think she is, she should be very hard to beat at about four dollars eighty. Good, good price. Baron Vorster, Tony and Calvin McAvoy is my best. Yeah, race three, number seven. The value comes up later in the day. As a horse, I uh, was keen on at a price at um, Flemington last start a couple of weeks ago in B. Tempted the Patrick Payne runner. has stepped up to this eight hundred meter trip, third up, got a long way back from the wide. Muckle and found the line well. Fitter again for that run. This is a far easier contest, and she carries the same weight after the Kayla Craft, the claim carries fifty-four kilos. I um, no, don't, don't think she gets as far back from barrier five. She drew wide at Flemington, um, and at eight dollars, a very backable price for. A, I think it was is a talented mare on a day. Race seven, number eight, be tempted. All righty, Joel. Anything in Adelaide? No, nothing for me at Morfitville this week. Belmont, the venue for Perth
0: Racing on Saturday. There is a listed race. It is race for the Wa Rower Belmont Guineas for three-year-olds at set weights over 1,600 metres. As the name suggests, it is a uh, it is a match race or appears to be a match race between the male Labour Rod and the Philly KC. BJ thought. Uh, Laverod might be able to knock KC off when KC was uh, resuming uh, in the raconteur, but that did not happen, and he doesn't think it's going to happen today this time either. KC uh, is the selection for that to beat Laverod Gambist and Carragini Aurora. That's 5167. BJ's numbers in the fourth. BJ's best at Belmont race, eight number eight, Western Pride, his value bet race nine, number seven, cryptic love. Well, that leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already, either in the shops Friday morning, Saturday morning, Tassie, or online right now, either at winningpost.com.au and click the link or com slash winningpost. That is I-S-S-U-U, uh, and you've got all your Well, basically what it is, is is your printed winning post, but online and also with uh, a bit of extra information, a couple of extra form guides this week. For example, we've got uh, 13 extra pages, 117 in your online version, 104 in your printed version. Finally, our best
1: $20 bet for the week. Joel, I'll let you go first. Uh, it has to be Superium Saturday. It's got to be his day.
2: I think Ranwick race seven, number three. Daniel? Yeah, we'll go with the winning post cover in King of Hastings, 20 on the $3, uh, race number seven, number one.
0: And I'll go with Flemington, two, race four, number three. Cool. Have a great weekend, everybody. Back plenty of winners. We'll talk to you next week on the Preview Podcast.